everybody. My name is Soph Corcoran. I didn't say this the last time, and I got in trouble for it. I co-manage this radio station, um, WPHE Radio, which is what this is sponsored by. And today I'm here with another very special guest, uh, Krisha Schmidt. Hello. Um, how are you doing today? I am doing great. It's a wonderfully beautiful day outside and just got done teaching. Um, and, and now I you're just... in this like super hot radio station and then bottom of I know. Ravenhill. Yeah. And now I have discovered new places on campus and I'm excited. Yeah, this this place is like this like whole building I feel like is like a bit of like a maze a little bit. I would say so. Yeah. I would say so. I know you said you had some issues like finding <laughs> this place, not to put you like on the spot or anything. I did. Um, I first walked into the mansion. Um, oh God, I'm yeah. so sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Um, I just, I didn't go to undergrad here, just mm-hmm. grad school. So I never really touched this whole part of campus. Yeah. So I walked into the mansion, which I do not regret at all because it's beautiful in there. Yeah. Um, and then had to ask around a little bit. And, but I got me. here. Not to interrupt, but like they in the mansion, they I used to live in Mott and then my room flooded. And then, um, so I know exactly the lady who probably was sitting at that front desk. She had like a vendetta against Ooh. me. So once you probably dropped it, like, so of course, the radio station, she was probably was about to send you like back I didn't to name me. drop. So there you go. Okay, I protected perfect. your identity. Thank you. Oh. Yeah, she probably, yeah, she probably would have been like, just go home. Yeah, yeah exactly. And that would have been no good. Yeah. So, you know, we're mm-hmm. here. We're here. Yeah. And then, um, so you went to the mansion and then it just was kind of downhill from there literally yeah quite literally um yeah but now you know i called security to be like hey can can i get some directions Mm -hmm. um and they were able to pinpoint that it's in the dining hall which is what you had said at the bottom of the yeah um and so then i kind of made my way in here asked the lady at the top she was like i have no idea where that is <laughs> and yeah. i said i think it's downstairs so. i know we need to like write down instructions in like every building it's like wpg radio is located in the bottom because I, I feel bad because i'm like we even have like um kids who are just trying to like come to the meetings and they're like yeah and the groomie like hey like where am i going and it's, it's the yeah. most exclusive club. You have to know where Seriously, you're going yeah. to, to get in. Secret yeah. password, like coded. Exactly. Yeah, yeah you should come up with one. Seriously, for sure. I know. We just like need to get it together. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to kind of talk about like your position at Jefferson, how long you've been here, especially highlighting that you were a grad student here in um, yeah. the CTC program, which is new. Yes. Yes, yes it is newer. Um, yeah. So I've been I've been teaching here since just since. Well, okay, teaching officially here um, just last semester and this semester. Um, but before that, I was um, like a, a teaching assistant in the graduate program, in the community and trauma counseling program. Um, and that was uh, a great, great experience that I learned a lot from my mentor over there, Kat. Um, and then before that, I was also like guest lecturing, just like bits and pieces in some of the classes that I had you know, previously taken as a student. Um, Do and you have, so, like a favorite class that you took here in CTC. Oh, mm. God, that's a good question. Um, mm, I really liked our interventions classes. We had like two advanced interventions in like the later part of the program, and that was more about like practical application of counseling you know it's yeah. less of like the theoretical like this is kind of you know what you should be doing shouldn't be doing <laughs> yeah how do you actually counsel a, a person um and more of like the interventions and the, the tools that you can use so that was pretty cool that sounds really cool yeah, yeah. everything from like 
art therapy techniques to, you know, more like cognitive mm-hmm. interventions, like just tons and tons of little pieces that we could kind of pick up from. Do you have like a specific like niche that you like to focus on, like specifically in the field? Because I know I, I have um, Professor Schmidt for developmental. <laughs> I sit front row, like right center, because me and Kate were late the first day. And it's like, how am I going to just put like a bigger target on my back? Like seriously. <laughs> well, I love having you and Kate in the front. So that thank is, you. It's, it's one of my um, favorite things oh, to have you guys you. Um, participating. But yeah, disclaimer, I am your teacher. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so some of the techniques that I kind of use, I tend to sort of lean more on like a CBT, like a cognitive behavioral therapy, Mm -hmm. um, which is a really popular intervention that a lot of therapists will use. Um, it's also kind of classic for us to be like, well, we don't really, you know, adhere to one intervention. We kind of, you know, take a mixture of whatever feels right for our client. So, like, Mm -hmm. obviously there's that. Yeah. But I do, the way that I sort of conceptualize mental health and, um, and, like, healing is a lot through focusing on, like, the thoughts leading to emotions. Yeah, like, um, Ren, the other co-general manager of the station, like, that like CBT like that is like her go-to she like loves it and it's like um we had we were in this one class and the professor like straight up like was like CTC or CBT like sucks like it's the worst kind of therapy and everybody in the class was like yeah yeah and like it was just like I, just everybody was just like frowning down upon CBT and everybody in the class is gonna be like yeah I'm not gonna be like well I'm gonna be like yeah because I'm just like evil and somebody yeah. has to be you know a yeah. voice for that side yeah so the it, evil side yeah like we had this like i'm in sports psych and he was like pretend you're evil and like in my head i was like i don't think i have to pretend Pretending, to do that it's not necessary yeah. yeah it's just like i mean i will say cbt is a little bit it's like love it or hate it yeah so it makes sense to me um and there is definitely a time and place with cbt i will mm-hmm. say too like certainly for more um like working with populations who have like chronic trauma or complex yeah. trauma, like being all in your head and being mm-hmm. like, well, what were you thinking yeah. when that, yeah. ha- you know, that's where I look at it from a place of from as like someone who's like, ext- like when I did look at it, like more negative angles, like, Oh, like if someone is like extremely traumatized, like yep. telling them like, you're going to be a okay. Yeah, just tell yourself positive affirmations yeah. and you'll be fine. Yeah. That's yeah. absolutely not the time and place. Yeah. Um, so there is, big limitations i would totally. say to CBT, yeah. but yeah um, i think there's more like positive than negative though so just being like frowning down on like the whole like form of therapy it's just yeah yeah it was just really a bad day in class it yeah sounds really like it. really rough it day like in class it. but um yeah i i know um in a couple of um the the grad classes it's like a lot of um like working like within yourself I heard and mm-hmm. then like taking like what you've kind of like learned and because I know you said you went to VT for undergrad yeah. right how was that amazing yeah, um so I might be a little biased because I am uh, a hokey legacy so both of my parents went to Virginia Tech too I can't yeah I, I love a nepo baby so it's <laughs> like I'm not mad at all exactly exactly um so it was kind of like s- since I grew up I like always wanted to go to Virginia Tech yeah big sports school so i loved that um (laughs) it is like thirty thousand undergrad so it is very large but Mm -hmm. it also didn't really feel that large somehow yeah 
Um, so I, I loved my experience there. Um, besides, like, how incredibly straight and white it is. I couldn't even imagine. It yeah. was, that was the downside, yeah. for sure. Um, what made you, like, come here in the best way possible? Yeah, yeah it was honestly the, the program um, mm-hmm. being so grounded in, like, a trauma focus yeah. was something that I literally... I looked across the country for programs. Mm -hmm. No one else was doing what CTC is doing and probably still is not. Um, The program is really the thing that drew me. And then I also grew up in um, South Jersey. So I like my family is still there. Mm -hmm. It was going to be close to home for me. An easy transition to go from like South Jersey to Philly. What part of Jersey? Maze Landing. Maze Landing, yeah. I have family in Berlin. Oh my God. Excommunicated. I actually live closer to Berlin than I do to like actual Maze Landing proper. So, well, my parents do, but yeah. So it was a, it was a easy choice. Um, yeah. Plus Philly is like a great place to kind of just like come and go to school. Like I will, totally. I will always stress that. Like, um, it's like really interesting to see how um people from like other places come and like join the city but i'm sure living in jersey you just cross the ben franklin a lot yeah i mean my extent growing up of like coming into philly was for like concerts or like events you know because that's like nobody comes to south jersey they come to camden camden yes yes that's true it was both i've done my fair share of times at the whatever it is called now yeah i don't think it's that anymore it's like the waterfront pavilion okay yeah well bb and t lost their sponsors seriously i guess so um but yeah so i i really i really enjoyed getting to um explore philly in a different way and also like on my own you Mm -hmm. know when i moved here i like lived by myself for two years which was fantastic for also a lot of that inner growth yeah to go right right alongside yeah. of what we were doing in the mm-hmm. program um so it was, it was great so what year did you graduate undergrad uh or uh yeah both undergrad was 2016 mm-hmm. and then i graduated from ctc in 2020 how was that with the pandemic i'm sorry that horrible. yeah i'm so <laughs> sorry that's terrible thank you yes it was not how i would have liked to end my my graduate education because yeah. it was my last semester of school mm-hmm. where covid hit and i was deep in the middle of my internship oh, uh, my God. clinical internship yeah. Um, and so, you know, we got word one day mm-hmm. that, you know, we were literally like, I was in session with a client. I come out of the session and they're like, the school administrators were like, all right, we're not opening tomorrow. Like COVID, yeah. you know, this is like a real thing. We have to stay home for like two weeks. Like it's mm-hmm. mandated. Yeah. So we had to literally within the last like 45 minutes of school, pull all of our kids and be like, Hey, you know, we might be back. We might not be back are you okay? What do I like? Do I need a safety plan with you? Cause some kids don't have a great home yeah, life, you know? Totally. So to be like, you're going to be stuck at home for the next two weeks. What do we do? Yeah. And then, you know, I was fully expecting to come back mm-hmm. into like two weeks after our spring break. And I never saw those kids again. Yeah. So it was like the, it was like terminating not on either of our terms, which yeah. is not what you're taught in grad school either. Yeah. Right. It's like, you're supposed to, you know, really Stick pay in, attention yeah. to termination like you terminate over multiple sessions so that you give the client time to process Mm -hmm. none of that happened and these are children they were kids yeah these were like seventh to twelfth graders oh that's like the worst kind of kids too yep so i had kids being like you know we're in session one day they're 
crying about how tough it is to come out to their family and how somebody you know finds out and then it's like okay now you're going to be stuck at home for two weeks with that person yeah so not not an ideal situation um the two weeks kind of turned into like two months and then like two two years years. yep a hundred percent it's terrible yeah so it was rough to to end grad school like that and then i never had a graduation nothing like it was like okay i got my diploma but it just it it didn't feel real for a while because there was no like traditional rite of passage yeah seriously and then like and i think they're i think they've come up with like a word for that for like people who kind of just like disassociated a little Mm. bit just from not like being able to have that like the rite of passage and have that you know that gratification not only for like yourself but just for like your mental health because it's like i just spent all this time in this grad program and i get a piece of paper i don't get to walk my family doesn't get to see me walk totally it's like it's it just was it was an extremely unfair and unfortunate situation like yeah i i lucked out because i was a junior but it's like my oh uh, god yeah senior friends who are not even not even i i had such like an unfortunate like high schooling situation i went to four different schools in four years oh my gosh i am um, talk about transitions i started my first day at my senior year where i graduated from probably like march 11th 2020 whoa yeah so i started then and then um two days later i like got on my little bus and my mom got a call and she was like you're not going to school for two weeks and then i like come back to school in november and i'm like nobody here knows me like it was such a weird experience because it would be like of course i would have like people on like zoom like be like yeah. hey like what's your snapchat what's your instagram and then i would like text them and then they wouldn't act like i existed in class i will never forget the time that i just like i was going through this like thing and you know it's like after the pandemic you want to have someone whatever so i met this guy season, of yes, course right. and <laughs> he was like texting me we were hanging out and then i go to, we're in the same class when he texted me on zoom did not say anything to me what yeah did not say a word to me so oh. God, of course being a teenager oh my god 17 years old like it was and it was like after not you know after changing schools and this like yeah. terrible like transition he was just kind of like like bye uh, yeah high school i feel like is such like like for me now like i'm going into my junior year and it's like in my head i'm like a freshman so like yeah. i i can't believe that there's i think six classes left wow or what is it yeah yeah because my professor today said we have we do asynchronous so it was like three so i think six Whoa. maybe seven i'm oh so God. i can't believe it it's yeah. crazy I, I cannot believe that it's april like yeah like i i don't know where the time went me neither yeah it's it's, just, it's not real i don't know i don't even know like uh do you have anything like going on this summer that you're like excited for i guess today with the nice weather kind of <sighs> gets you pumped up a little bit it really does um i mean my big thing this summer will be moving to connecticut yeah congratulations thank again thank you yeah. thank you yes i do now have a whole fiance and we are moving to connecticut so that'll happen in june probably wow um oh it's so sad you're not gonna be here i know i know so sad i'm gonna be super sad to to leave jefferson actually Mm -hmm. um i've had such a great experience here yeah and everybody has been so sweet and like giving me opportunities um to really like develop myself and my and my um career Mm -hmm. but yeah that'll be the big thing that takes up all of my time yeah God. unpacking boxes all summer i'm sure oh. um but you know settling in trying to yeah. nest a little yeah i'm sure um 
Yale's in um, New Haven. New Haven. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I don't really know much about Connecticut, New Haven, anything <laughs> in general. So it's going to be an adventure. You yeah. Know? I mean, I'm sure there's going to be like a lot of like little like like at least like kind of like maybe like a beer garden or something oh, around there. There'll be, be some stuff to do. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. I yeah. think that. Um, well, it's good that we're moving there in the summer because then we can kind of use the warm weather to really mm-hmm. explore yeah and then once it gets freezing cold maybe we'll Dark. have our spots that we yeah. know you know that we can go back to yeah because i'm sure the weather here isn't that different than up i don't there, think so right? east coast kind of same yeah thing. same vibes yeah. i think um they t- typically get more snow i believe wow. but we were talking to somebody that lives up there that was like yeah last year we barely got any snow which was very weird for them mm-hmm. so i have a feeling you know with global warming um <laughs> they yeah. probably have a similar climate to yeah. us now because like yeah. it didn't snow here at all this year no. and every time i would like talk to somebody on the phone i'd be like oh like it hasn't snowed yet this year like somebody at home yeah i, I literally live like 40 minutes away from here so it's like not a big deal yeah but i'll be like oh like it hasn't snowed anywhere yet and they'll be like oh like it's fine like it'll come it'll come it'll come it's like april yeah it's, it's now like 75 april. degrees outside yeah. and um <laughs> It's so. like we didn't even get like an inch of snow. We didn't get anything. Nothing stuck. Yeah, and it's like I, I think it's. I mean, it's kind of in the best way possible. I I feel kind of like bad for the kids that you know couldn't even have a snow day, even if it did snow. Yeah. So I feel like with Zoom education and stuff like that, my brother is in high school. He graduates. I'm so sad. <gasps> yeah. He has no clue where he's going. He texted me today. He's like, I got into Drexel's law school. And I was like, what? He didn't, though. That's the thing. Oh. He, he hasn't even gone to undergrad yet. And he like, he's in high school. He was like, he texted me. He's like, I got into Klein School of Law. And I Googled it. I'm like, Dom, that's a law school. And he was like, well, you know, uh, they, they reserved a seat for me. I said, Dom, there's 137 seats. You have to go through <laughs> undergraduate first. Got to take that LSAT. No, you gotta- <laughs> serious. I was like, you have to test in the law school? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, Drexel's like a big check, but I was like, you're going to have to take out like, a lot of yeah. for that and he was like yeah i don't know yet he wants to go get a liberal arts degree so it's like okay, yeah, right. yeah he's very musical he just he just did lay Miz at his oh. high school lay Miz junior the school edition or whatever so fantastic he was javert wow so he had like the second lead role okay yeah. he was he's good he's in the pennsylvania boy choir and everything. oh he's that's going, big time that's he's good. going that's... to england and scotland this summer yeah he um but he, he's yeah, like, forget the lawyer thing. Yeah, seriously, he needs totally to go that. like be on Broadway or something. Yeah, totally. Yeah. My my family listens to these in the last podcast. I talked about my brother again, and like <laughs> for some reason, I was like, I'm not like BFFs with him. Like I don't know why. I'm just like coming out here being like the spokesperson for like sisterly love, love. But it's like because when we were kids, like. I used to like go like Cats and dogs. Yeah, I would just like beef with him. Like he would just be yeah. like sitting there and I'll be like, I hate everything about you. Because uh, I know you have a sister, right? I do. Yeah. I do have a sister. Mm-hmm. Um, we never really beefed that that bad. Are you guys close in age? We're three and a half years. Wow. Yeah. So And she's older. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was definitely more of the like let me latch on to you and like try to follow you around and yeah. you know when you hang out with your friends I want to hang out with your friends too <laughs> you know but she was usually like really good about letting me kind of be in her world um could not be me yeah, yeah. so it was it was different it <laughs> yeah was different. <laughs> yeah that's so nice though yeah it is it is she definitely she had more of a like an attitude going through like her teenage years yeah a moody little one yeah um but I was much more just kind of in my own world, I guess. Yeah. And just kind of 
let her do her thing. And so yeah. we weren't like super, cl- like super, super close in teenage years. But now like that we're older, we are definitely yeah. you know, closer again. I feel like that tends to happen a little bit is like the older you get, the less you're like, all right, like you're yeah. fine, I guess. Like my brother and I are 15 months apart. So since we've been kids, it's just been like, like, oh, you're here, mm-hmm. I'm there, I'm here, you're there. Like, oh, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah, but, that's um, a close age. Yeah, yeah, Irish twins pretty much. Yes, and, um, my nieces too. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm sure they're going to be so sad. You're going to get out of Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm still going to try to get out there to yeah. California and see them um, as much as possible just because, you know, family is important mm-hmm. and um, they're growing up so fast. Do you like to go out there a lot? I do. Yeah. I, lo- I would have loved to end up in California. Yeah, I was just going to ask you, like, did you have any, like, when you were looking for, like, grad schools and stuff, did you have any, like, dream destination? You I sure did. Yeah. I sure did. I applied to and got into the University of Denver. I knew you were going to say Colorado. <laughs> I knew it. I, yeah. I do give Colorado vibes. Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> I knew it. For some reason, I was like, she's going to say Colorado, yeah. isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was an amazing program. It was international disaster psychology. Wow. Really cool. Yeah. I was so set on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, went out there and interviewed and everything, loved it. And then when it came down to money, it, you know, that really made the decision. Yeah. Um, cause it was really between them and Jefferson since they were both, you know, like disaster Mm -hmm. and trauma focused. Yeah. Yeah. And they just, they wanted a ton of money, a ton of money. So I had to give up on that that dream i mean you can always like are you planning to like move out there maybe one day i hope so i mean probably not colorado anymore mm-hmm. um because my fiance is a black woman and she is very much like i'm not going to colorado yeah no <laughs> totally no black people there and yeah. i was like okay fair yeah um so definitely california is more on our mm-hmm. on our like we would love to be in la, LA be. yeah i i would love to just like go to california and just go like travel up and down the east coast oh my God. and stuff what's like after uh, la like san francisco or like yeah Malibu. yeah yeah it's really expensive that was my that was like my like university of denver was like san francisco i got in i was i was oh. like i was so excited that they had like a 23 percent acceptance rate i was so excited yeah. i had the interview i was like in and i got the bill and it was yeah. like seventy thousand dollars and i was like oh, okay you know what and they were like we'll give you like 1400 per semester and i was like oh really Thank that's you so, so kind much. of you like yeah <laughs> But um, I, I totally wow. Um, yeah, it was just like a mess. But I think now the the older I get is like I want to end up in Colorado. Like I'm like a better. So my my dream goal is I always say like when people call me in class and they're like, "What do you want to do?" I say medical botanist. But I oh. really want to work in medical marijuana. It's my been my main goal when I was a pharmacy student, and now I've switched over, and it's just like. I really think it's such a developing kind of... hundred percent. Because I know we have a cert here, so my goal is when I'm in the grad program to do the medical marijuana cert and then kind of just have that under my That's belt. awesome. Yeah, because I think it's just, like, I, I will never forget, I was watching, like, right after the pandemic, they were, like, top careers, and I was, like, pharmacist was, like, number one. I was, like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. And then, like, the segment after was, like, why you should work in medical marijuana in the midst of a pandemic. I was like, yeah, probably. Yeah, like sure. Like <laughs> I guess. Thinking. Yeah. Um have like for in your life right now, I know that you're gonna be going through this big move and you're dealing with the end of the semester. Have you had yeah. anything right now that's just been like that you didn't expect and like came out of left field? Or just or has everything just kind of been like lining up in your favor? Because I think 
Yeah, that's such a load. I know every time I ask these questions, I'm like, how do I not sound like I'm reading off like a teleprompter? Like, I always try to not make it seem like I'm just like Googling like podcast questions. Just... <laughs> no, it's a, it's a really good question. Um, I feel it's like when when you kind of like zoom out and look at everything that has happened, even in these last couple of months for me, it's like get engaged, get, you know, partner matches, a, a residency, a, amazing residency program. Like, we're going to be moving, like, all these things. Like, it looks like it's all perfectly aligned, mm -hmm. right? It's like, yeah, you get engaged, and then you move together, and you start your life, and blah, blah, blah. But in reality, it's like the everything feels like it's been out of left field. It's yeah. like I knew, you know, that match day was coming, and mm -hmm. that we were, you know, we had a list of places that we could potentially end up. And I knew that, like, I wanted to propose at some point. But then it all kind of just smashed yeah. together at oh one time my gosh. and like Yale and New Haven just feel it feels like it came out of left field just mm -hmm. because we didn't really think it was going to be like a real option yeah um and then it's you know you open that letter and boom that's where you're going oh and my it's gosh. like so it, it t like internally feels chaotic yeah. um but externally I think looks normal or like you know that's mm -hmm. like a very traditional trajectory I yeah. guess um yeah yeah do you, do you feel that change is, like, important, I guess, right? Yeah, I mean, there is my view on change as a therapist, and there's my view on change as Krista. <laughs> and my view on change as Krista is change is bad. Change is bad. It's yeah. scary. Yeah. It's, you know, usually it's not good when something big is changing, mm -hmm. um, which, of course, is not true no right? i totally get it i'm not one for change either so it, it's hard it's hard a lot of the toughest changes come with major transitions yeah. and it means a lot of things right yeah. um but of course change can be good as mm -hmm. well and it can be scary and good at the same time those things can both be true yeah. um but yeah i i typically don't love change yeah no <laughs> so yeah. this whole this these whole past few months future few months are are going to be pretty stressful i think yeah but, but i wish you both the best of luck and congratulations you. and i'm sure yale and new haven will be so much fun are your little you. kitties excited I, kate is like there they were when somebody in the class was like i'm allergic to cats kate was like when she comes on that interview you need to ask her to bring the cats in before she moves and i was like okay and i was like geez and she was like i'm gonna find the girl that said that she was allergic and make sure that she's not there because i need to see those cats and i That's was like god okay hilarious. like what's next are you gonna like threaten me yeah. or something and she was like I, or they were like i need to go see those cats and i was I, like okay Kate, i yeah. love that i love that i think if anything i should have my partner bring the cats at the end of class yeah and we can just play with that like you know yeah. we end class early one day i never said that officially <laughs> and then um I, you know we just like cat play time and whoever yeah. wants to leave can leave yeah you know? I, i'm sure that kate will be like that will be the best idea. day of their life they will they like so we're we recently um me ren and kate who runs the station and then we have uh, kate who's the producer we recently just put our very first um down payment on, on an apartment oh my god so huge. which is a big deal thank you but um ren and kate both want cats and um kate is allergic to cats and Same. um uh, yeah and i 
personally, we have carpet, oh. and it's like I would love to have an animal, but just like the smell in the apartment, I'm like really like not ready for yeah. that. So I like Kate like as as long as they like have an opportunity to see an animal, like they are going to jump Obsessed. on it. Yes, yeah. But um, I fully understand that. Yeah, and then I I work at I work at the Camp Fresh Mall. I'm a barista at the Nordstrom. It's like a Ooh. really weird occupation. Okay. Yeah, it's my third year doing it. <laughs> but um, this lady, I was talking to, like one of my coworkers, and I was like, yeah, yeah, like all, all my friends want like a cat, you know, whatever for the apartment. This lady in lines, like I'm giving away this cat. And, do you want one? Yeah, and the, so this lady I was like, do you want this cat? And I was like, um. I'll give you my number. It was a Himalayan. It was this beautiful cat. Um, it's going to be so hard. Like, hashtag adulting. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Adulting is a, is a tough thing. Yeah, especially with a cat. Like, it's like uh, in the something summer. Something to take care of. Yeah, but yeah. totally got to get them in the class. That would probably be the best day of Kate's year, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, we'll have to make sure that they're going to be there. Like I, Because if they miss it, mm-hmm. it'll yeah. be the end of the world. I know. I got to, like keep an eye on that. I mean, Kate, this is actually really funny. So, uh, Kate actually, so me and Ren are roommates. So Ren and Kate were roommates last year. Okay. But they live across the hall from us now. So it's like us and then it's Kate. So if Kate, I'll be knocking on their door at like <laughs> 930. I'll be like, we got to go like now. But yeah, they're, we'll, we'll make sure that they get to see Perfect. a cat. Yeah. Perfect. Um, now we'll kind of get more some like fun questions a little Ooh. bit besides like um, where's your yeah where you want to go forever it's like <laughs> oh god it's like am I getting like a job interview done or something um, what are you watching right now do you have anything oh god, like good question. you're like watching um, I mean most recently I've been watching the latest season of Love Is Blind I I think there's drag queens on it right or no really I no. thought there were. No. I didn't watch it. I, I would on, love that, though, yeah, if there were. Yeah. Um, at least not on any... I mean, I'm not fully caught up, so maybe they make an appearance. But no. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought I saw it on, like, the little, like, um, Netflix, like, like little blur yeah, thing. Yeah, little... Yeah. Like, um, what, what would you even call that? Little... Introduction, maybe? Yeah. yeah Whatever. I have no clue. Um, but yes, Love is Blind has been... I've been watching that. I also started um, Night Agent. You, you know what? Um, Rin's sister called her last night and was like, "They're her sister's watching the same exact thing." It's about like a, a a cop or something. It's about yeah, this guy who's like in the FBI, I think technically, but he works in the White House, mm. and um, you know, it's it, it kind of mimics like a very classic network type TV yeah. where it's you know how they have like I don't know blue bloods or oh or, you yeah. know it's like very like ncis um, and stuff like that yeah. yeah it has that same sort of feel to it except it's like by netflix um mm-hmm. but it has been pretty suspenseful and um you know a couple of twists and turns so it's it's scratching an itch for me yeah you know? do you like that kind of tv like suspense like stuff like that like, typically no really uh, <laughs> what do you, what's your like favorite show oh my god i mean i know that's such a good loaded question i'm like a freak about tv i'm like so weird about it i'm always watching like 15 different things like at, at the same time, time. Yeah. yeah um i would say i mean like my all-time favorite show that i like go back to over and over is probably gilmore girls yeah fantastic a good show um it just it i feel like i grew with it and in a lot of ways it weirdly paralleled my life or i 
it's probably that I attributed meaning to yeah. the show through what I was going through. You know, like if she mm. Rory's going through a breakup or yeah. moving away to college yeah. or you know all whatever yeah. it is. So that's definitely like the when I want comfort, I go back to that one. That's- I also love the dick van dyke show really i don't know why it's old obviously it's it was, i think it was in like the 60s yeah maybe? um but i just love dick van dyke mm-hmm. so much um that that is also a comfort show yeah. that i go to a those lot. are like that's like such a good answer i'd be like well i like always sunny because like i'm just like dennis and he's like an evil like mastermind yeah i'm like See? yeah we, I, we find little bits and pieces yeah and i think i think that's what's so good about um like television is it's just like so many different things like i know um i like i'm watching veep right now from the beginning okay i've never seen it it's it's like okay i really like um julia louis dreyfus because like i oh, try yeah. to i try to get my friends to watch um curb your enthusiasm a couple days ago totally not into it um oh. we we always have an like our little like night show we just watched all of season 24 of survivor and oh. we watched like five episodes on sunday it was so sad it was i love that sad nope did you, I love it. <laughs> did you did you do you did you see season twenty four with Colton? He's like the evil gay guy. Oh my god, it was no. so good. It, he is evil. Like, I evil. absolutely need to watch that. Yeah, because I do love Survivor. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah, I love trash TV. Oh, it's like my yeah. favorite brand of television. Oh my god, any kind of like terrible dating show. Oh yeah, I love. Did yeah. you see F Boy Island? I didn't. I wanted to watch that. I saw it's it on Twitter. Crazy. Oh my god, I need to watch that. Yeah, you got to get on that one yeah. because oh my god, the drama is so good. Yeah. See, we've been the in the beginning of this this year, we watched so many seasons of Drag Race. Oh, so many seasons. A and like, my favorite personally was the one with Jinx Monsoon. She's my favorite drag queen mm. of all time. But um, I was talking to someone at my job, and they were like, "Yeah, have you ever seen Dragula?" And I was like. Oh, what's what is what's that? Dragula? And they were like, "Oh yeah, it's like a show about like scary drag queens." And I was like, "I need to check that out." That's Not that amazing. it's something like in my department or like anything I would watch ever, but I was like, "Yeah, like anything for like a drag queen." Like I'm like we went 100%. to we went to a brunch. Uh, me and Rin. That was my uh, Christmas gift to her because like she Love loves RuPaul. And we went. We got there. It started at two thirty. We got there at 12. <laughs> we sat in this, like, dive bar in the middle of, like, Fishtown, just, like, waiting Sounds and waiting right. and waiting. And, like, it was, it was awful. Like, I was driving, so we couldn't even have fun or anything. It was just kind of, yeah. like, sitting and just kind of, like, in this empty, like, restaurant, like, waiting. So we'd love to go to another drag brunch, but yes. gotta, gotta, they, do, they do a couple. Uh, I know they had a drag show here. Did they? Mm-hmm, in February. I love that. Yeah, it, um, it was, I think it's great, um, like, on the student engagement side, because they got student drag queens, and I think that's, that's such awesome. such an important, like, thing to to spotlight, because yeah. especially, I said this, they're, like, when we're editing this, you used to say the same thing in every podcast, but <laughs> I think with the legislation that's going on, it is such an, an important thing to highlight, because, yeah. like, for the way that things are going right now, it's, like... It's very important to, you know, make make it seem the way that it is and not the way that people think that it yeah, is. Yeah, absolutely. So getting students involved and stuff like that, it's, I think it's really mm-hmm. a good thing. Definitely good to, like, be very intentional about making space 
for the queer community totally and, and making it safe mm-hmm. as safe as possible um definitely an important thing yeah. especially like you're talking about like with um so much le- legislation around what schools particularly can yeah. can't do it's mm-hmm. like whether you like it or not yeah trans people exist yep. queer people exist yeah and so we you know we and and they bring like good things to our yeah. lives you know i know i like i watched recently um like dylan mulvaney's like 365 days like Ooh. i watched it on tiktok and like she is probably like like i'm sure that they're gonna put her at like the forefront of the trans movement because she is such an inspiration because people will constantly misgender her and it's like i literally think i saw a tiktok on like that some dude on snapchat reposted and they used like the like they're like incorrect pronouns the whole time and it's like i'd love her i think that she's great but it's like there's gonna be like these like people that you know are just gonna listen to what they hear on the news and then repeat it online and it's such a shame because like like here like um we go to school in such like a like a liberal area in a liberal city and such a liberal university it's like when stuff like that gets said it's just so left field it is yeah it is there there's almost like this bubble that i know i definitely operate in Mm -hmm. in like both my personal life and professional spheres it's like I, I feel so protected sometimes, yeah. you know, but then something like that happens mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it's like, right, like yeah. not everybody is on the same page yeah. here. Yeah. And it is, it is sort of a privilege of living in a place like Philadelphia where, mm-hmm. you know, we don't, we're not confronted with it quite as much totally. as, you know, someone in a different part of this country yeah and i feel like each day it's like another state that's getting like more unsafe and more unsafe and it's like even here like you go past a certain quadrant like it's unsafe yeah so i think that's why it's very important to protect trans youth especially in the climate that we're in right now and i know um it was just like trans day of visibility Mm -hmm. recently so we always try to you know highlight um like trans voices and stuff like that because i know um like when I just talk about her all the time, but um, <laughs> she's picking up an, indisp- an independent study, and her show is going to focus on. To, I'll plug her show, but um, she's going to focus on like um, black voices and queer voices and Love trans that. voices because I feel like it's just like it, it. It's been an issue for so many years, and it, yeah. and it was at such a lull for such a long time. But we're going back up to that peak again, yeah. and I think it's just you know the more we spread awareness the more educated that people who were like oh i'm educated you know the more educated that they are yeah yeah Yeah, we need to do whatever we possibly can to amplify black and brown queer and trans voices Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah yeah that's really it's important ukrainian voices because that's still going on like i like when i work at the mall it's the epicenter of everywhere around here it's 25 minutes from everywhere so like we have people like coming up and not speaking english at all because it's like this one guy was like oh i just came from ukraine three days ago wow and it's like and it's like well what can we like do to help you and it's like can we you know like can we help translate your order can we get you your order and stuff like that because it's like it's when it's it's a shame it's really really a shame it is horrible yeah. what's happening in ukraine yeah yeah and um oh god this was like oh, what, are you, what are you watching right now to, like listen yeah, to how sorry, much of a we, bummer we... this like <laughs> world we live in is but i think i think it's important that's why i think it's you know not 
a bad thing sometimes to talk about it because it's you know absolutely it's always going to be that elephant in the room and it's yeah. like why are we not going to address it yeah and if we're talking about it it's because we're thinking about it yeah and if we're thinking about it mm-hmm. then it deserves to be talked about seriously like, that's yeah. how i feel about it yeah and you know there's just so much that like posting a petition on your instagram story can do and then right. retweeting something or you know making a tiktok but i feel like tiktok is just if anything has made people more unaware because mm. they'll post like like um like a biden like like a speech and there'll be like subway surfers underneath it and it's just like are you like kidding me yeah the scary part about like tiktok and other forms of social media becoming like a news source to me Mm -hmm. is this like false belief that what you see Mm -hmm. is one the truth and two like competent news yeah and it's like if you you know so it's like people who can't even say like oh i just don't even watch the news or i don't know what's going on yeah, or like whatever I hate that. it's like oh no you think you're educated because you're getting these snippets of what may or may not be true yeah and you're you you're like using that to satisfy your like you know news quota yeah. mm-hmm. and it's like half the time you're yeah. you know, who knows if that was even fact checked or if someone yeah. just randomly said it as if it was fact and yeah. that's a little that's a little terrifying yeah usually like as I'm on the brink of my uh, end of my teenage years, like I believe everything I see online, and it's not, you know, it's not anything that I could do that would be like preventable or anything like that. But um, it's just like I, I everything that I see, I'm like, oh yeah, like that's probably true. And then like I'll talk to somebody about me, oh that article I read a couple of days ago, and they're like, that's a TikTok, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, it's. But I, I think that you know, modernity has failed us. And I think, yeah. you know, not to quote 1975 or anything, but um, <laughs> I think it's it's scary the way that, you yeah. know, because even stuff on Twitter, like I saw something, someone yesterday, uh, we, it was like night and we were in bed and um, I, I saw something and it was like Ben Stiller's dead. And I show it to Ren and I'm like, oh my God, dude, Ben oh, Stiller's dead. Ben, ben Stiller Stil- wasn't dead. No, and it's <laughs> like, and I like genuinely looked at this, I think, or it might have been like an Instagram post. Oh, no. I straight up believed it. Yeah. I was like. Yeah, poor Penn Stiller. Oh, Rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> what a shame. Uh, but um, I guess on this note, um, we can kind of wrap up a little bit. Um, sure. I won't take up any more of your time. Um, if you had, I like to, so the reason I'm doing this podcast is I want to make sure that a lot of the students here can kind of look at um, faculty, staff, professors as like people and not really mm-hmm. as like, you know, like, oh, like, oh, I'm going to put my foot down because I grade yeah. your papers and I, you know, I run the school and stuff like that. So I like to kind of like not not even humanize, but just kind of like hear what everybody has to say. So yeah. if you had the attention of the world for five minutes, what would you say? Oh, my God. I know. That's my my interview question of the day. The oh, attention my... of the whole world? Mm-hmm. Or even oh just the country, gosh. but preferably the world. Wow. Well, having the attention of the the world makes me think of like, what is something that globally, like universally could make a difference, right? Regardless mm-hmm. of like language barrier, cultural, yeah. you know, um, norms and things like that. Oh, gosh. And I feel like the the first thing I would talk about, <laughs> this is so lame, but um, would be like how to have empathy for people totally because i feel like one everybody can benefit from 
empathizing and understanding the difference between empathy and sympathy. Mm -hmm. And then it also is like, I mean, you know, as a therapist, I feel like I have enough expertise to talk to the world about that maybe. Yeah. So I think I would try to encourage universal empathy. Yeah. That's what I would do. I, I think that's great. And I think focusing on just like care for your fellow brothers right. and sisters, let them be like black, brown, like exactly uh, queer, trans. And I think that's, that's really, really important. Yeah. And especially like we were chatting about just like what's going on in the world. So I exactly. totally agree. Care. And they, they say it, it's like put yourself in someone else's shoes. Yeah. We and, would all be better for it. I think. Yeah. And hopefully people would listen. I, fingers crossed. Yeah, you know. seriously. Um, Krista, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to meet with me. And thank You're you welcome. to everybody, if anybody is listening. And uh, don't be a stranger. So thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Of course.